The Octarine Tree, a podcast exploring the meaning of ecology, spirit, and human relationship. From Southwestern Australia, I'm your host, Byron Joel. Indeed. Welcome. Welcome to the first episode of the Octarine Tree podcast, as I did state just before. My name is Byron Joel, and I am uh, recording from sometimes Perth, sometimes Margaret River, but most of the time in southwestern Australia. I guess a little bit about myself would be a good thing to divulge at the beginning. I am born and raised in southwestern Australia. Lived a few places over the world in between, but I'm back here now. Um, I'm a regenerative agricultural designer. So basically that means I assist people in designing and developing farms and homesteads and everything in between along the lines of regenerative design principles, permaculture, holistic management, agrarians platform, key line design, those kind of things. It started in my 20s when I, my father to this day still owns and runs his own landscaping and irrigation company. So I grew up doing that, playing with plants, and then I went and studied a lot of permaculture and got a diploma in horticulture and just, and continued to add to this different suite of modalities, uh, complementary modalities um, that one can find on these subjects around the world. Biodynamics, natural sequence farming, uh, all of those different things. My practice has gone from mostly like smaller scale stuff to larger scale, where now most commonly I assist in planning broad scale projects, um, and I still do a lot of education and consulting. Now, throughout that process of studying ecology, and in, in particular permaculture and regenerative agriculture, and one of my favorite studies is ethnobotany. It's about the human ecology relationship. And I began to develop an ever-increasing appreciation for just that, the human ecology relationship. Who are humans in relationship to the ecology around them? It's been said in critique of reductionist science that when you remove a rat from its native environment, you put it in a lab and you study the rat, what you're left with, your lab results, they don't tell you what a rat is. They tell you the way a rat behaves in that particular environment, removed from its home environment and put in the relatively alien and clinical environment of a laboratory. Humans are much the same. Who are we when we are removed from this hyper-domesticated state that we find ourselves in nowadays? I say we. I should probably be more accurate and say me. (laughs) Me and the people around me, in the parts of the world that I live in. You know, the modern industrialised Western world. I use the term industrialised world. Industrialised culture. So who are we when in relationship to ecology? And not just ecology, but to spirit. And it's this question, these two questions, that have been bouncing around my head for some time now. Because I have a sneaking suspicion, and this is just one man's humble opinion, as everything else you'll hear me say, is that 
the majority of the pathologies that humans face, experience, and endure nowadays is due to, in my opinion, is a, a lack of meaningful conscious connection between humanity, the individual or the collective, and the ecology, the planet, Gaia, what have you, and spirit. We seem to have forgotten both things, a meaningful connection to Gaia, to the planet, and to spirit. And I think we're lost because of it. We're wandering, lost because of it. Like what Kyle Gibran called a shapeless pygmy that walks asleep in the mist searching for its own awakening. And though my studies and practices and explorations in ecology and culture and psychology and anthropology and magic and the occult, all those things have given me language and tools to explore and describe these things, but this has always been with me. As a child, I felt connected, but I felt the disconnection of the collective to which I belonged. And over time, my sense of connection withered to a degree. This is quite understandable, I believe, coming from Australia, a European Australian, where culturally or historically, people of my heritage have only been here a couple of hundred years at most. And we occupy a land which is the home of many different peoples, tribes, nations and language groups who represent the oldest continual cultural forms on the planet that we're aware of. Meanwhile, while I was growing up, I was never taught these things. I think there was one token unit on Aboriginal studies when I was in high school, and it was, it was pretty um, cursory and superficial, you know boomerangs come back to you kind of stuff really basic and I um, I recall once as a child because I grew up by the Swan River and I have a great affinity for the Swan River I remember once as a child really sensitive to different energies and feeling and sensing different intelligences around me nameless and formless in many cases and certainly not physical or not incarnate. And I remember once being down by the river and really enjoying the energy of the river. There's one spot in particular, it's really beautiful. And I feel like something jumped into me or communicated with me. I must have been all but five or six years old and I realised that there was a false history, although there was this massive massive undertow of unprocessed, turbulent, loud, moaning, karmic injustice that was affecting all of us. It was kind of haunting the land we were on and, and the people upon it, and I didn't know what to do with it. It spooked me quite a bit. And it, it, I mean, what do you do with that when you're kind of six and no one around you was reflecting that back to you? So I remember that starting off this kind of inquiry. So the subtitle of this podcast is Ecology, Culture and Spirit, because that's primarily what it's about. I mean, 
I was torn because what's the theme of your podcast, Byron? People would ask and I'd ask myself and frankly I didn't know. I didn't even really want a theme. I just wanted to be able to explore the questions that I found compelling from the people who I found very interesting, whose work I found compelling and interesting and important. It's pretty indulgent. I just wanted the opportunity to be able to ask the questions I wanted to ask and to engage and connect with people who I found exciting and interesting. Um, it seemed like an amazing thing to do. I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, read a lot of books, and I often find that there are questions that I wish were asked that are not. So I just wanted to start a podcast. I, I wanted that opportunity. But I did. I thought about a theme, and uh, it's befitting. Ecology, culture, and spirit. And discussing the meaning of the relationship between the three. The human relationship to ecology and to spirit. So that's what this is about. I mean, it's broad. It's vague. It leaves lots of room for different things, which is good. That's what I want it to be. And sometimes, you know, I'll be chasing a very particular angle whether that's the angle that aligns with the subtitle or not or maybe sometimes I'm just going to yarn with people whatever goes and I'm no expert you know I have a pretty good understanding of the field that I work in but I'm no expert and I have a great appreciation for concise and precise language language is very powerful and we are living in, in an age of inevitable and necessary revision and I'm all for that. However, it's very likely that I'm going to make mistakes with my language. I just ask that people are compassionate and patient with that. It's uh, happened to me before where I've slipped up and used really awkward, unwieldy language that is outdated and um, betrays the type of decolonizing of the mind, as it's been called, that I am endeavoring to work on myself. I may have a different meaning for that than other people. And the name Octarine Tree, well, Octarine in magic is the colour of magic in some schools of magic, without going too far into it. The Octarine Tree podcast, it's here, finally. Links to other aspects of my work, other projects in the show notes, including my design and consultancy company, Oak Tree Designs. It's going to be fun. Hope you can join me for this piece. claimed it healed one's mind So off we pressed into the night With naught but guesses as our guide And though we drifted without sight Somehow we seem to drift toward the light We wandered wide in stiffened circles 
glimpses of the path We learn to carry others' names We lost a few upon the way And though our twisting made us tired Softer than a lie. So then with our hands